Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Hey, it is me, it is me, your girl, Laborley, a.k.a. Cat Lee, and... We have now turned in to Ambitiously, the podcast. Alright, um, I'm hoping you can hear me. My boo doc is, I haven't heard from him yet to know if you can hear me yet, but I'm in the building. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, and today is... Media Monday. Today is the day where I come and tell y'all all about the what's going on. And, you know, we be a little nosy because I like to be a little nosy from time to time. Okay, Doc. Okay. You said we loud and clear. We're loud and clear. Let's go. Oh, y'all. When I say I made so many plans for the weekend, um... And didn't even get to do half of what I had planned for this weekend. But I have made the decision that throughout this week, I'm going to hustle hard to get all of those things done. Because they have to be done. Hold on. All right, now. I see we bleaking out over here. I don't like it. I'm still on the fence. I haven't made my decision yet if I'm going to go back to the old platform. But yes, today is Media Monday. Today, today, today is Media Monday. We got some things to talk about. Um, we got a few things to get into. But before I get into those things, first things first, drop a comment, call in, or text. The number is 443-850-4828. The number, again, is 443-850-4828. Um, I don't know why I tried to... I tried to skip over that, but whatever. Or you can ask me to drop the link, and I will, if you're on your best behavior. Now, be advised, whatever you say will be, if you're on air um, physically, will be on screen. Um, If you call in, you will be live on air. And if you text, I will be reading the text out loud. So, be on your best behavior. Be on your best behavior. And that's that. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and subscription. And I have so much more to give to you. So please hit the like button. Share this video. Subscribe. And then once you subscribe, hit that notification bell on YouTube specifically. So that you can know that we're going live. And that's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into this mess. Let's get into it. Okay, let me see what Doc had to say first. <laughs> yep, hustle hard and push it to the limit. This that's basically what's going on this week, Doc. I I did not forget. Um, I saw the situation, and I'm gonna get on top of it. It's just been a crazy, crazy, crazy. Last week was crazy. This weekend was crazy. So I'm hoping it'll smooth itself out. Um, yes, this is the gab beat. This is man. I told y'all I'd be on that gab beat. I'll be looking for all the gab, all the tea. All the goings ons. I want to know what's happening. Hit um, the YouTube and like um, the YouTube like button, please do, please do. We need all the support and love. Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. My mother is texting me. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta answer the moms. 
Um, but anyway, but I just saw that she sent me a text, and so I had to text her back. Anyway, so yeah, hit all those buttons. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I'll tell her you said hi when I go to help her with whatever it is she need help with. Sorry, I definitely. I'm a mommy's girl, so if she hit me, I'm going to be like, hold up, girl, I got you. Um, but anyway, let's get to this game. So, let's talk about... Now, we know that um, <sighs> all is going on with this whole Tupac situation, this Tupac case. Um, but then there's the whole thing because it makes us kind of revisit, in essence, this... Um, Biggie situation as well because they kind of if you think about it they kind of in- intertwine with each other um no matter how you chuck it up and it's there combined it's a combined situation although they passed on separate situations um okay I don't know what happened here but you know they both passed away in two surf, um, different separate, separate situations. I couldn't get it out because I'm being distracted. But two separate situations, but they're still connected. You feel me? Um, so a lot has been going on in the media since you know you had this situation with Keefe D. And I told you I would be. I am going to be paying attention to that case because, and I'm compiling all of my. All that, and it's not on this gab beat, but I think I'm gonna do one special show just specifically for that. But I want the facts. I don't want the hearsay. Um, I might take um, some tidbits from here and there, but I really want it to be mostly the facts, um, so we can get down to the meat and potatoes of the situation because it's a lot of people involved, honey. It's a lot of people involved. But since all of that has come out, um, the One More Chance rapper performed in a wheelchair. I don't know if you remember, but back in the day, um, Biggie performed in a wheelchair with his leg in a cast after a car accident with him and Little C's, uh, which Little C's was behind the wheel. And typically, it would be um, it would be the last ever concert before he was taken out. Um, the the internet has been touting grainy fo- um, footage. Oh, the internet is never, it's never. Um, but they've been you know going around with the grainy image of the event of um for years. About um, eight G H Rock certifies that O G video has been un unreleased, and the winning bidder will get the get it with the full copyright. So that video. The last video of Biggie um, in the wheelchair performing, I remember, um, whoever bids the highest will get that high high rock. Um, whoever bids the highest will get that video of Biggie, his last performance. Um, so they'll also get a copy of the agreement Biggie signed with Sting to join the festival lineup. Um, Biggie's family and his mother, um, on his mother's side, hails from Jamaica, and Sting promoter Isaiah um, 
I want to say Lang recalls the legendary rapper um, immediately asking to be hooked up with the um, good ganja, the good ganja, and had a pleasant stay at the famed Jamaica um, Peaches Hotel. Listen, so all of this was he was in the wheelchair though, and they trying to oh. So whoever got I'm assuming is in um Jamaica. But um so GH Rock estimates the footage um estimates the footage will net anywhere between one million to two million dollars and the mugshots are expected to extract a very large stack of Benjamins too. Oh my gosh, what they just cause see there are Tupac's OG mugshot taken with a Polaroid has um, never been released to the public, and it's estimated to sell um, for twenty thousand or forty thousand. Biggie's mug um, comes with a signed thank you note from jail, and is predicted to attract a similar amount, um, the similar amount to Pac's um, mugshot. <sighs> It's crazy out here. Like, I, people, I knew they were going to come out. I knew they were going to come out. Let me go to these um, comments. I knew they were going to come out with something. Because it's, it's definitely all about the Benjamins. Everybody want money. And especially now in these times, everybody wants money. So, um, yeah, they trying to get some, some dough. The crazy part is the price of the dollar is not even the same. You feel me? So it changes like I don't know. Video of Biggie, um, Biggie's last concert up for sale. Hopefully it can be um go to his estate. Nah, I don't think it's going I mean they could his estate could purchase it, but I don't I think they're whoever's the highest bidder. They don't care about um the estate for real, for real. Um Doc said, what up, Rock? Uh, kind of morbid. Um, memorabilia. Yes, it is. It is. Like, it's crazy. But this people, you know how people are. They out here. They gonna buy it. They gonna buy it. Somebody is gonna spend them M's to get that concert footage. And somebody is gonna spend a couple stacks, a few stacks to get those mug shots. And then next thing you know, the mug shots are going to be on somebody's T-shirt because they're selling it with copyright, so they can do whatever they want. So it's going to be on somebody's T-shirt. Maybe um, somebody they'll let some people use it, and maybe a music video or something like that. Or you know, they'll they'll find a way to market it and make what you would deem as morbid memorabilia into a marketable product. So. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But that's what they say. That's what's going on. They are selling both Biggie and Pac's mugshots. And they are also selling the footage of Biggie's last performance when he was in the wheelchair. And that's that. And, um, I, you know what? I always wonder if. Like, well, it's messed up because I guess he was a grown man and his mom can't really do, even though she fights 
Velada, she fights very hard for her son's estate still to this day. And you would think whatever, you know, it would go to his family and his children because he still has children out here, two of them. Um, speaking of that, I heard his daughter was about to have a baby. So, in essence, Biggie is about to become a grandfather. Um, but then you got little Chris, which is Faith Evans' son, and I'm quite sure he's okay. But, you know, it could do some greater good for them and, you know, make sure everybody's straight. But a lot of them definitely, well, I hope she's still straight, but, you know, you, you don't know. You don't know, but... As far as this Keefe D thing and the connection of him and Diddy and this whole Biggie and Tupac situation and Shug, I'm I'm going to stay tuned because I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued by this story. Like, very, very intrigued by this story. So, yeah. That's that. Um, yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah, so, let me just slide this in here real quick just because... It makes me happy. So, Sunday, I had to get up really, really early. Well, not really, really early, but normally I wouldn't be up that early on a Sunday. Sundays, I like to sleep in. But this Sunday, I had to wake up because the Ravens, my team, the Baltimore Ravens, played in England. They played, um, you know, the last game of the season for London um, on Sunday morning. And you know the time difference. So we had to get up early, but by the time they played in London, it was the afternoon, whatever. Um, a lot of people that I know made the trip and went over there to London. And the wonderful thing that I... Um, yeah, yeah, I gotta give it... Every now and again, I haven't done that in a while, but every now and again, I give a good, good old sports report. Um, <laughs> it's football season, so you're bound to get that out of me now. I don't play about my um, Ravens. Um, but had a few friends that, you know, traveled across the pond to check out the game and be there to support our team. And, you know, Baltimore was in the building, stand up. But what also happened was um, a friend of mine, well, we're not real close friends, but we're familiar, um, was over there. And I like, he travels a lot, so I like to, um, you know, check out his post every now and again or whatever on social media. But, um, he was speaking to some young ladies. He was shooting a shot. You know, he doing his thing over there, shooting a shot. And one thing that the young, one of the young ladies, um, happened to, to comment about was the Baltimore accent. And what she said, which is, I've heard this many, many times over, uh, which is as far as states in the United States, specifically cities in the United States, Baltimore has the closest to a British accent than any other this, any of, of the other states. So you know when y'all laugh at us about the two and the do and the, but it's elongated like that over there in England as well. So it's just funny. There's just a little funny story to go in there real quick before I get to this next story. <laughs> But it was funny. She was like, oh, you guys have it. Like, she, you guys sound more like us than, you know what I mean? Anybody else? It was like, whoa, it was crazy. No, I'm not going to say I'm not gonna say that. But we have the closest to the British accent than any other state in the United States. I would say that makes sense, being as though, don't make me go on my history track, but 
being as though we had like the whole revolutionary part of the revolutionary war fought here and then um we you know the british were here for a minute um our state and city were founded by a british gent i wouldn't call him so much of a gentleman because i'm quite sure there was a lot of mayhem and chaos when he came but lord baltimore was from england um, which is how we got the city of Baltimore. Maryland is named after the, the British monarch of the time, which was Queen Mary. So, yeah, yeah it all goes together. Um, so, anyway, let's get to Petty Boots Drake real quick. Yeah, you know, he's not far behind. He's not far behind, but Drake's dad, it's been a contingency, especially with Vlad um, from Vlad TV. Um, about Drake not speaking on what's going on over in Israel and Gaza. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's not him this time, though. <laughs> it's really not him. Well, we can get into it. Um, but you know, uh, Vlad hasn't. You know, has taken issue with him not speaking on what's going on in Israel, um, and Gaza, um, with the whole Hamas, um terrorist situation or whatever and so uh, and yeah he did speak on DJ Khaled too and I now what I will say is this um because you know you think Drake he he's half Jewish I mean you know half his mother is a, a Jewish woman from Canada so and then his dad's a black man and then you got Khaled whose family is Muslim just period they're just Muslim um, hold on. Most famous Jewish and Palestinian people in the world. True. But here's the thing. They're here now. And it's... I'm going to leave my, my, my viewpoints, my opinion, towards the end of what I'm about to read. I'll give my commentary at the end of this. Get, and trust me, I'm getting to my commentary because it has a little bit to do with me, too. I'll get to it in a minute. But um, Drake's dad, Dennis Graham, doesn't feel his son needs to speak out about the violence in um, um, Israel and Gaza because any commentary will be held against him in the court of public opinion. Truth. Um, So, you know, they caught up with Dennis at LAX. Certainly didn't seem like he spoke to Drake, um, who's Jewish, about his thoughts on the Hamas terrorist attack and Israel military response, but he's certain it's affecting Drake um, like everyone else. Um, Drake's silence in particular has been a hot topic on social media thanks to DJ Vlad, who's calling out Drizzy and Khaled, who's Palestinian. Um, for not using their massive platforms to speak on the crises, Dennis says celebs get um get away um get get way more backlash when they publicly address hot topic button issues, and he's certain Drake would be no different. The proud papa um was still in full support of his son's work though, rocking for all the dogs merch. Um, from his head from head to toe, he also assured us that Drake will be okay, referring to the stomach issues prompting his hiatus from music. Oh, do you got an ulcer? 
I mean, not that I'm a doctor or anything, but I was wondering why he um, was making that sudden announcement that he didn't, he was taking a break from music, which was the other day. And so I really wanted to know what that is, but now I know a stomach issues. You got an ulcer or something, sir? I don't know. But anyway, as far as this Jewish-Muslim thing, this um, Israel-Palestinian thing, uh, his... I... He said Drake is having a doc. Doc said Drake is having plastic surgery, no cap. That's crazy. Um, here's the thing. As a black Jewish woman, many don't know that, but I am, so my birth certificate was born that way. My my pops was a Jew, and he's a black man. A lot of people don't even consider that black people can be Jews, let alone Ethiopian people. A lot of them are Jews, but whatever. Um, but there are things that I know about the history of Israel. And this I know. Um, those people who sit um, in Israel as um, Israelis, not Israelites, but it's Israelis, um, they didn't occupy the land until 1948. Before 1948, Palestinians had the run of the land. Um, so that's going to be a conflict. But let me take it a step further. It's going to be a conflict because there's always been a conflict over that particular land. As it is deemed the Holy Land. For both Muslims, Christians, and Jews. Um, so there's always going to be a conflict there. And especially because, um, and I'm, I don't know this for a fact. This is all alleged. I got to put that back in my um in my uh, little banners or whatever because this is all alleged. This is my opinion. This is not public opinion. This does not necessarily uh, represent ambitiously entertainment or anybody that works with us. But here's the thing. There has always been a war in that particular land because it's deemed as the holy land. And because it has so much religious... That's part of why I'm not really a religious person right now um, I'm more spiritual I do believe in the most high and yes technically I'm a Jew um, but I don't believe in the conflict which is the land um, I don't I see what you had to say Doc um, it's more than Jewish it's the Zionist yeah, ideology yeah but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's always been that, though. It's always been conflict within the religions. And that's my point. And so, um, it's always going to be conflict. Let's just say, for example, Hamas take is, takes over. Then it's going to be a war for Israelis to take over again. It's always, it's always been a fight. Even what people deem, and I got one sitting right here. In this book that everybody reads that I look at as a history book, but, you know, we all take it differently. Um, there has always been a fight for that land. It's just what it is. So, uh, it's sad that, you know, in our time, we have to see the um, chaos and mayhem. But it's been going down for a long time. But, yeah, 
I, as far as celebrities um, speaking on stuff, yeah, they do catch a lot of flex. So I, I do get why neither one has said. And, and yes, yes. It, it, first of all, Drake is not from Israel. He's from Canada. So let's just start there. But it does affect the Jews. And DJ Khaled, although he's of Palestinian descent, he's grown up in, in America. Like, I think once they come to an um, America and close to America, Canada, or whatever, like it, it affects them, but it doesn't hit them as hard as you would want it to hit them. You feel me? And now Drake's in America too, so you've been. Oh, I hate to use this term, but you've—they've been colonized. They're not thinking on that standpoint. They thinking about how to get them them bands, how to get get that bag. How to get that money up? How to get them M's? They're not thinking about those type of things and how they're gonna survive if something go down. Um, so you know, if you're waiting on an uncomment from Drake or um, DJ Khaled, I'd just say don't wait too long when you might die. Um, that's the <laughs> being the Western Hemisphere is first um, the first world problems. Just saying. They're Americanized. They've been over here for a minute now. What do you do? What do you do? So, think, I think people need to stop expecting some. I say this all the time, and nobody ever listens, but I'm going to say it again. I think that people need to stop expecting things from people because you're going to be sadly disappointed. So, just don't expect anything from anybody. That's how I see it. Um, because you're just setting yourself up for failure to just be upset because somebody didn't do something that you wanted them to do a certain kind of way, or so I don't, I don't, I don't have expectations. Might have some dilemmas, but I don't have no expectations. You gonna be what you gonna be, and you gonna show me what you are. And once you show me what you are, that's all I need to say. Um, they call red flags. Um. Hold on, stuff is still going off down here. All right. So, I don't really... I'm not familiar with this gent, but, you know, I might get familiar because um, I like that being a no. But this dude, his name is King Crooked, and he agrees with Wallow. Um, Wallow's assessment of today's hip-hop needing fine-tuning, but thinks it, it'll take an industry overhaul of personnel to really get the job done. Uh-huh. Good luck with that one, bro. Alright, so, um... Uh, you know, the million dollars um, worth of gang co-hosts went viral with a super lengthy yet effective PSA criticizing the state of hip-hop in 2023, um, urging artists and their teams to do more than the bare minimum. Okay, he from the West Coast. I'm not. I gotta get familiar. I don't. I'm not. Uh, I don't know who. Matter of fact, I might because I think um, Cuban um, linked up with him for something. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. Let me put that on the screen real quick. I, I'll see if that's the same artist that I, I'm thinking of. Um, but anyway, so um, 
So he said that um, he did a PSA stating um, state of hip, um, you know, criticizing state of hip hop, urging artists and their teams to do more um, within this industry and stop doing the bare minimum, which I could agree with that. I don't really have a beef with that statement. I don't. Um, so. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it starts off with Dear Rap Gang. Um, it is a lot wallow. He said what he had to say, and he said respectfully, like, I need y'all to switch the game up. So, um, wallow. Ooh, that was a long one. Well, um, the rapper also sees wallow's point and expressed his own frustrations and solution to the rap's quality drought. Um, he this week so Crook cites a, a quote um, he heard from former White House honoree Felicia Hatcher or Felicia Hatcher that's all about holding the artist's feet to the fire I'm going to tell you why that's conflicting I'm going to go back to that one particular statement in a second but I'm going to further reiterate that in his career he's been signed independently and to um, to a major label, he was once with Eminem. Thank Doc, because you already got to it. I was going to get to it eventually, though. Um, Eminem Shady Records, alongside Joe Buttons, his current collaborator, um, um, Joel Ortiz. I hate saying anything that's Spanish or resembles Spanish, and my and 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 he shares a name with my daughter, but because I know that the J is silent in Spanish, it bothers me. Um, but. <laughs> believes underground artists show more passion in um in the music than their mainstream counterparts. I would agree with that. I would. Um and I'm gonna tell you why. It's cause Alright. On Fridays we do the fire mix, right? But the whole point of the fire mix is um to kind of bring back some boom back, you know what I mean? Some, some, some to try to bring back some element of of what hip hop was, right? And of course, we in the fifty years, but you'll never hear a lot of the bull crap. Now there are some newer underground artists within our mixes. That's what I love about what we're doing. And right now, we're even currently about to go on this journey of getting more underground artists and more unknown artists um, some attention because it's needed. Um, we need to weed out the bad seeds. But I agree with Wallow. I agree um, with this gentleman as well about the state of hip-hop. And it's unfortunate. This is what's so bad. Artists like him, who may be amazing, get bypassed for... And so we don't really get... Everybody don't get... They don't get the same marketing love because thought pockets and, and whack-ass rappers are out here getting the love. And it's, 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 it's mind-numbing. It is. So I agree with both of them. Real, um, real rap raw is all on Fire Friday. It is. But we do that with a purpose and we still building like in in my mind when I 
started this show, I was trying to figure out when I first originally started the show. And it, I mean, well, started doing podcasting, which was way before I came up on and, you know, doing this ambitiously thing. I had no clue what direction I wanted to go in, but I knew hip hop was going to be a part of it. And unfortunately, um, it's not really a lot of <laughs> artists that I respect. You feel me like that? I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm I'm with this. You know, it's all good. Nah, I'm I'm picky about mine. Sorry. So yeah, I'm glad that I got with a sick ass DJ who knows, um, you know what I'm going for. You know what I'm shooting for, whatever. Um, and I appreciate him for that. But yeah, unfortunately, artists like him get like overlooked because we so it's so much we cluttered with all the bullshit and I, I, I get where they coming from I do um, so big shout out to King Crooked I'm going to check out some of his music cause I, I might like him he seemed like a, a well rounded um, artist but that's messed up and it's real like a lot of artists get overlooked Hold on, I'm trying to find my mouse if y'all trying to figure out what, because I don't try to use, um, I don't put my stories on this computer anymore, because it seems to be working a little bit better. Okay. So, I kind of knew this a little bit. Uh, let's get to that. Big shout out to I'm King Crooked, though. You feel me? Um, for his insight on the state of the hip-hop game. I like it. He hip, um, he a hip-hop historian like you. Okay. Alright. Um, but big shout-out to him. So let's move on, because I gotta get to the love. Kanye West is a per, um, apparently has a forthcoming album with Ty Dolla Sign, which I kind of knew this a little bit, because I seen some footage, like, it's some footage floating around, and, um, of him getting the pedicure and I guess the lady wasn't doing his feet right and so he kind of stopped and she was like no 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 I gotta fix it I fix it and he's like no I don't want to do that but this whole time ties all the signs and sitting in the room so I kind of knew that um that was going down but I mean I didn't know they were working on the album maybe some music but apparently they're doing a joint album together um that's all but ready to release um to be released um, to the masses and only hold up now. Um, now the only hold up now is who's gonna help him drop it. So he's shopping for labels and all of that good stuff. Um, to to release this project now. According to Billboard, um, gay um, gay's new music on um has new music on the horizon including a joint collaboration between himself and Ty Dolla Signs which will mark his first big release since um his anti-semitic saga last year um which put him on the outs with a lot of the big Hollywood players Ugh, it's gonna be shaky, but I'm gonna tell you what's gonna have to have to happen with the situation if nobody picks it up. Apparently, the aftermath of that is affecting Kanye West's ability to get the album distributed right now. But that's not to say that he doesn't have options. Now, Billboard says 
He does. According to the outlet, Ye is weighing five different offers from smaller or lesser known um, distributors. Um, One of those offers came from a music publishing company called Two Lost, which um, launched just a couple of years ago and which actually already holds the rights to Kanye's um, music on YouTube. Now it sounds like they're making the play to go all the way in on him um, from a straight-up album. So, ooh, and I didn't know that. Okay, no word on who the other four offers are from, but Billboard says that Kanye is going to make a decision soon and that the album should be released in the coming weeks, including on all of the big streaming services he needs um, he needed, he needs, well, he need help from, um, to reach the biggest possible audience. So, oh, this is interesting. I was thinking he was going to have to go, he wasn't going to be able to go to, like, um, um, like a, a major, major label because of those things that he said but um so I was going to say that he would have to go to like a smaller um distribution aspect or he was going to have to spend some money and release it himself which I think he could he could do that too I think Kanye is fully capable of doing that by the way um it's just you know putting your money where your mouth is and making sure you got the right marketing people behind you and I think that he's capable of doing that so Good luck to High Dollar Signs and Kanye. I hope y'all do y'all thug thizzle. I wanna I don't really wanna talk about this because it's annoying me, just like it, I'm quite sure it's annoying the rest of the world, but we're gonna get into it real quick. And then I got one more sports aspect to throw in there, and then we're gonna get to the love. This Jada Pickett book. It's called Worthy. So she's going on this little tour and she's spilling all the beans again like we didn't already get it on the red table tour. I'm just not even going to read this whole story. Um, But like we didn't hear all of the bullcrap on red table talk. Like we didn't hear, you know, what her and Will were going through and all of that. We heard it. And then I got the smack kind of reignited. Because that came, that Red Table Talk stemmed from the August Alcena situation. And then Will goes on to Oscar and he, he smacks um, Chris Rock. And I feel like that kind of ignited something in her. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can, you know what I mean? And as a fellow Baltimorean, Jada, I love you, but I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. I am. I'm tired of this shit. We know you love Tupac. Will knew you love Tupac. Will knew you love Tupac when he got in a relationship with you. Nobody cares about Tupac having alopecia. I think the ladies loved him while he was bald anyway. Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about um, him alleged. Well, people obviously care because they didn't investigate it and they said you're lying. They said you're lying about him um, proposing to you. But nobody cares. And in light of the stuff that's going on with Tupac's case, it was just like it gave her another flame to throw to the fire. And I'm tired of it. I'm over it. I don't care. And then the, the, the crazy part about all of this is the whole family, her, Will, the kids, 
um, Will's other son by his other, um, you know, his uh, his ex-wife. All of them get in there and they do this video and it shows them looking at her book. So all of them are complicit. And then all of you in the world are getting mad because, oh, she did Will like this and da 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 He's complicit in the whole plot and scheme. Like, y'all act like this is just like something. He is a part of it. They know what they're doing. As a marketing and pu- a marketing consultant, a marketing expert, and a publicist, I'm going to tell you that all publicity is good fucking publicity. So just, oh, y'all fueling it because y'all keep talking about it. I'm tired of Jada. I saw a meme where she said... You you were supposed to hit Will, not Tupac. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. People are crazy. Um, between Jada and Krishan, are Baltimore women stable? I'm a Baltimore woman, and I'm very stable. I'm not going to put them to you as the representative of all about Baltimore women. Now, we got some crazy bitches in the city. And we got some go-hard bitches in the city. We got some real thorough bitches in the city. And when it comes to us standing our ground, standing ten toes down, for the most part, yes, yeah, a lot of them here too. But they just like any other bitch in any other city. I ain't going to let them two, these two hookers be the representation of my whole city just because they the ones you know about. And uh, why you ain't at Jocelyn and she from Baltimore too? Like it's a lot of people from Baltimore. I'm not gonna say that these two motherfuckers is the representation of all of Baltimore. Like, come on now, come on now. No, but I wish Jada would shut the fuck up. Krishan, I she I want her to shut the fuck up too, cause it's just too much. But um. No, am I gonna say they're the representation for all women of Baltimore? No. Yeah, she wild too, but she on the law. She kind of got good damn sense on the law. If you listen, um, but what I'm saying is, no, I'm not gonna hold them as the representation for all Baltimore females. There are some good ones. There are some sane ones. There are some really smart ones. There are some amazing women in Baltimore. There are some CEOs. A lot of business owners. A lot of women that do well for themselves and take care of their tribe. They're not the representation. No, everybody ain't in love with Tupac. And no, everybody don't fuck with Blueface. And no, um, I don't know what Joss got going on. No, everybody don't agree with her, all her antics all the time either. But it is what it is. All right, so let's get to these love notes. Let me explain the love notes. I call it love. I used to come with a stack of papers. Doc used to call it show notes. We came to the... um, agreement that we would just call it love notes so love plus show notes equal love notes and we're about to get some hold on let me get over here oh no 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 before i get to the love notes there's one more thing i had to report on so um this fool ab antonio brown has been arrested again this time he's been arrested for some child support situations so um for somebody who's stunting the flaw so much, I'm trying to figure out why you always have an issue with the law and why you having issues with paying your child support, bruh. I just need to know. I don't even believe in a child support system, but if you want it, you better pay them pay that shit. They're gonna lock your ass up. I do believe he has CTE. I wholeheartedly believe that. I believe a lot of these fools got CTE. I do. 
I believe that. Um, but the unfortunate part about CTE is they can't really diagnose you with it until after you pass away. So we can't confirm that he has CTE. His behavior says he has CTE, though. Just like Aaron Hernandez's behavior demonstrated that he has CTE. And what's the other one? Um, there's a couple of few people that yeah, definitely gave me CTE in the, the situations that they were on. Or whatever. Yeah. I ain't laughing. That nigga crazy. I wouldn't want to be around him. At all. Oh, Junior Seau. That's the one I was looking for. Junior Seau. You, oh, man. And I remember he was a great football player. But that's who I was looking for. Junior Seau. I, but unfortunately, they could not find out. What what um what was going on with Sayal until after he's passed? You couldn't find out with Aaron until after he passed. You couldn't find out with and it was a couple of other people like the dude who set the house on fire. I think there was a doctor and his family and they like there's a few of them. So you just never know. But let me get to these love notes. We can get back to that conversation in a second. <laughs> Cause it's all love. Hold on, it's love. It's love. It's all love. Thanks for all the love. Thank you for all the support. Shout out to my top six. The United States, the United Kingdom, India, France, Canada, and Belgium. Specifically Brussels. I love you very, very much. I do. I do. I do. I do. You guys agree. Russia. Um, Indonesia. Japan. New Zealand. Australia. Turkey. Switzerland. Germany. Mexico. Austria. Philippines and Kenya. I love you, babies. Thank you so much for the love. Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, Spain, Japan, Ireland, and Nepal. I love you all. Thank you so much. Thanks. I love you. I love you. Maradis, Israel. Big shout out to Israel. Hong Kong, China, Poland, Tunisia, Venezuela, baby. Czech Republic, Portugal, and Morocco. I love you guys. Thank you for the love. You're so great. You're awesome. Ooh, big shout out to anybody who's watching on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. Um, I, it's big love. Big, big, big love. Always love. But, um, yeah. That CTE is something else. And you just don't, you can't, we can't find out until after they're gone. And then that's when they can examine their brains. And, um, then you figure that out or whatever. Yeah, that one was a big a big one. I you know what? That was it's a lot that goes into that. I wanna actually sit down and talk about that one too. Um, that situation. But um Doc says, Surprise you didn't report on the football player that may have possibly took out his mother uh, and flew out to Mexico with a bunch of women. He did and then um they recently had that incident on the airplane um, where they were taking him into custody and he was on there flipping out talking about he was being kidnapped and um, all kinds of stuff on the plane and he on the plane fighting the um, marshals and everything else. It was crazy. Um, it's sad. This is the thing. As much as I love football, I do understand that football has an effect on these young men when they go into the sport and especially if they wind up playing the sport for a minute it takes its toll, and nobody 
Yeah, I possibly possibly CTE again. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't doc I would not put up CTE. I believe a lot of these young men have CTE because you got to think you on the field you playing you got other grown big men, two hundred three hundred pound men coming at you running at you and hitting you, or you running at them and hitting them. You just and as much as I love football, which I do, I watch football every every game. Um, if even if I have a podcast, like unfortunately, and it doesn't come on, <laughs> I will be watching the score on my phone while I'm doing the pro. I love football. I've, I love the sport of football. I love basketball too, but I love football. But as much as I love football, I understand that it does take a toll on all of these young men. It impacts every single one of them. And my prayers are out for them. But then the crazy part is not even that the sport impacts them. Because they do make a conscious decision to play the sport. But the people who are responsible for cutting them the checks that makes them so eager to play the sport don't care about their health. Don't care about their mental health. Don't physically, we've heard that they've been dead. Put that thing up in real quick. So you can go back on that field and continue to play the way you were playing before you got hurt, before you got injured. So it's a lot that goes with the NFL, but, um, you know, I don't know. Until people organize and really stand up and say, like, listen, you know, take better care of our players. It's going to be the way it is. But I, I believe there's a lot of CTE cases out here. I do, and the sad part is we won't know until they not here no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we just won't know that. And yeah, they just want them on the field. That's just it. Like, that's that's what they're here for. Um, so let me say a few things. Yeah, that's what they want. They want them to stay on the field. They pop, give them, pop them with that thing, and then be like, go back out there. And then concussions, oh my gosh, I hate. And I understand now why Ray Lewis used to get down and pray for people all the time. Like, it's it's, it's serious. It's serious out here. But let me get to the things that I need to say. <laughs> Remember, you can always call in, drop a comment. Um, the number is 443-850-4828, 443-850-4828. Or you can ask me to drop a link. Do not try to call the show line after the show is over because you're not going to get an answer. I'm just trying to tell you. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every, like, every share, and subscription. Um, but we'll just take this a free way to support the show. So do that. Um, handle your business. Hit that button. Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. You can always donate to the show by hitting our cash app. It's coming, it's coming. Um, dollar sign, capital L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. That's Louis Lucidity, the Lord I'm in clearly, if you want to know what that means. Um, join our coffee. Um, it's ambitiously ENT. If you're looking for us on coffee, make sure you join us there. Um, of course, make sure, make sure. Big shout out to King Knox. He will be here tomorrow for the tap in. We did confirm today um, about that, so we'll see him tomorrow for the show. Hopefully, he'll be on time. 
Um, big shout out to my DJ, cause go DJ. That's my DJ. Go DJ. Yeah, Rukezi. Um, we just had a nice little discussion over the weekend, and we got plans. We got some things jumping off. You wait for it. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm working on some of that tomorrow. Um, if you want to come on the show, <coughs> let me clear my throat. If you want to come on the show, hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. I'll be having a lot to say, boo. It'd be a lot. I get a little crazy in the throat in the voice area sometimes. Um we worldwide. Um well we worldwide just like them Jada Pickett began, man. I'm tired of them talking just like the Jada Pickett. Ah, Jada. Hush. Girl, um, top flight. Catch the vibes with Cat Lee. Pray for Will Smith. Mental health. No, he is a part of the scheme. I'm trying to tell you, all of them are involved. Even Green, she involved too. All of them are involved. I'm not praying for Will Smith. He knew what he was getting into when he got with her. The whole conversation that they've been talking about for the whole time is like how she didn't want to marry him and she didn't want to be married. And how she loved to. I'm so tired of it. I don't... I'm not praying for that nigga. Because he just as bad as her. Um, I'm sorry. You made me go on a rant. Not praying for that nigga. I'm saving my prayers for the people who really need it. Like, it's homeless people out here that could use my prayers. And there's children out here that's going through stuff. They could use my prayers. I'm not giving my prayers to no damn well. Anyway. I need to say some things. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just went on on a whole rant, but I'm not praying for Will. Um, first things first, mind your business. Everybody's business is not your business, and Jada and Will, your business is not our business. I mean, you keep me, you keep me, you know, working. But damn, shut up. Anyway, mind your business. It's a safer way to be. It's for one media in my days where I come here and I tell you other people's business. Because, you know, we are a little nosy. It's just some business just get annoying after a while. Uh, just mind, mind your business. Stay in your... Um, just mind your business. All right, they got me discombobulated. Make sure you um come back for next media Monday. But also, make sure you're here for the tap-in tomorrow night. It's me. It's King Knox. It's Professor Doc. We have a little conversation about whatever comes out of the bag. It could be an artist. It could be a song. It could be um, a producer. It could be an album. It could be... You just don't know. Um, and then we have the final exam with Professor Doc where he gives us the trivia and we have to ch- try to guess the answer. I encourage you very much to join in the conversation and join in the trivia because it's fine. It's, it's always fun. So, make sure you're there for that. But otherwise, mind your business. Not your business. Love your babies. Hug your babies. Encourage your babies. And remember to tell the babies that they are the GOAT. The GOAT. The greatest of all times. They need that encouragement every single solitary day. It's not a day that they don't need that encouragement. Um, and if you forget, come go watch one of my shows and I'll remind you to do that. If they want to work for NASCAR and tell them to be the best NASCAR driver, pit boss, or commentator, or whatever the hell else they do over there at NASCAR, I don't know. Never worked there. If they want to work for NASA, tell them to be best astronaut, engineer, receptionist, janitor, or secretary, whatever the hell else they do over there at NASA. I don't know. I've never worked there either. But the point is, make sure you encourage them to be their great selves. 
encourage them to be the greatest of all times because they need that. Stay in your fucking lane. Stay in your lane. I promise you, you stay in your lane. It's a, it's, it's, it's a win-win for everybody. You jump in my lane, you're getting... Hold, hold, hold. I mean, we ain't even where we belong. You jump in my lane, you're going to get her, and you don't want her. You don't want her. You don't want her. You don't want you don't want her. You want her. She's nice, sweet, kind, and cuddly and all that good stuff. You want her. Or at least her. Cause baby, 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 baby. If cat is purring, cat is a happy, happy girl. But the point is stay in your lane. Everybody's lane is not your lane. And what usually happens is a collision and nobody needs that. So just stay the hell in your lane. Stay in your lane. That's all. <laughs> yeah, stay in your lane. Because you know what? <laughs> hey, you big purse, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. It's safe. Just like... I just try to keep y'all safe. That's it. Just stay in your lane. Hey, you big purse. Um... And last but not least, pick and choose your battles wisely. Every battle is not a battle to be fought. Some battles, you just got to be like, all right, you know what? You got that. You win. You just, just got to let it go that way. Me, I'm a non-confrontational. No, don't get it twisted. I'll get in your ass. But I'm non-confrontational. So some battles, I'm just like, all right, you won. You won. You got that. That's you. That's all you right there, boo. And the important thing to remember, to always remember, is there's a war going on outside that no man is safe from Mob Deep told you. The fire mix, y'all heard it. Just like... Just fuck the small, minute battles and worry about the war. That's all I'm going to say to that. I try to give y'all advice. That's some good, sound, logical advice. I hope that you take it with you and, and, and... You apply it to your life in some form, shape, or fashion. You don't have to, but I hope that you do. I do. And ain't you big purr? Ew! Hold on. (laughs) Ain't you big purr? Um, But yeah, just behave out here. That's all you gotta do. I know we all want to make the world a better place. We we want it to be what we want it to be. But the reality is it's going to be what it's going to be until we're not here anymore. So enjoy it while you're here. Have fun and enjoy life while you are here. That's my advice for tonight. And I rarely give advice. But take it, take it, take it. Hey, you big pet. Um, So I'll see you tomorrow. Doc, we ready? Um... 2012, that's the year I remember from the other conversation we had on Friday. I did spread the word to Knox, so he'll be a little bit privy. I try, I'm not, I'm not helping him out. Like, if I know the answer, I'm just gonna answer it, though. But I did put him down as 2012. I ain't gonna be like that. Um, (laughs) I will see y'all tomorrow night. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in the show. Thank you for supporting the show. You guys are amazing. Stay out of trouble. Doc, no Brazilian man. And good night. Bye.